I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to Blue Jays Nation Radio with Cam Lewis and Tyler Uremchuk, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. BJN Radio, episode 128, Uremchuk and Coombsy. Back with you talking baseball. It's spring officially. Pitches and catches are here. Can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air? Bearded Kikuchi. Bearded Kikuchi, that's right. Kevin or uh, Ross Stripling dropped a comment on Instagram saying, like, there's few things as dangerous as a clean-shaven Kevin Gosman, mm-hmm. and one of them is a bearded Kikuchi. I don't know what post he commented that on. I just saw I think it. it was on IG. It was, oh, it was on IG. Instagram. Yeah, it was yeah. somebody's IG. Everyone's in the best shape of their life right now. I yep. sat there and watched a video I think it was Caitlin McGrath who posted it, and she said, I'm standing behind a fence right now, and I'm scared of the fastballs that Nate Pearson is throwing. And it looked like he was throwing them 750 miles an hour, and I was all here for it. And then apparently Danny Jansen's put on about 100 pounds of muscle, yeah. and he's hitting the ball like out of Dunedin and into Clearwater. Yeah, I heard a rumor that over the winter, Ross Atkins watched Danny Jansen do a bench press <laughs> and immediately traded Gabby Moreno. He was like, yep. See you later, Gabby. This is this is Jano's team. He said, there's no point. You're uh, yeah. the best catcher in Major League Baseball. Time to move on. I heard they sent a video of Jansen doing a bench press to Mourinho, and he traded himself. He said, I can't compete. Get me out of this organization. <laughs> yeah, he demanded a trade. He said, there's, there's no path for me anymore because Danny Jansen's put on 100 pounds of muscle. Will Danny Jansen hit a league-leading number of home runs in the new Rogers Center? We don't know. We just don't know yet. We don't Will know. Nate Pearson set the record for most saves in a season? We don't know. We don't know, but we're feeling optimistic right yeah. now. Hope Springs Eternal, it's like, what, plus two in Edmonton right now? It's sunny. It feels like ball season. It feels it's going like to be spring. minus 20 next week, but yeah. for now it feels like ball's coming. This is fool's spring. This is mm-hmm. uh, us, us, us people up in the tundra, as we are aware. You get this nice little weather here for a few days in February, and then all of a sudden it's minus 40 again. <laughs> but... For a brief minute when you're sitting there and you can feel like the sunlight on you and you're watching those clips of like Nate Pearson warming up, something like that, it feels so good. It's like your body's thawing out. It's like there's ice thawing from your veins. I actually think calling it Fool Spring is like a good name for this next week around the Jays, right? Because no one's hurt. It's like pitching to whatever, just bullpen sessions where everyone looks electric because there's no batters. The players are raking in BP. It's full spring for the next seven days. And that's fine. We need this. After the disappointing end of last season, we need a lot of reasons to be excited about this year's team. We do. I mean... We're, we're, we've said this a million times, but we're a, a vibes-based podcast, yes. so how this is going to work in spring training is whenever there's a Blue Jay who does really well, we're going to say, 
they're on pace to have the best season of their career. This is good. Yeah. Whenever a Blue Jay is struggling in spring training, we're just going to say, hey, look, it's spring training. It doesn't matter. Yeah. These aren't real games. The stats only matter if they're good for the players you like, and they don't matter if they're bad. Exactly. That's what we're all about here. And the only thing that really matters, <laughs> honestly, is everyone staying healthy. Exactly. Which is like the big thing for spring training. Uh, we are going to, we're going to drop another pod probably early next week where we dig into like some real big um the stuff we left behind from the winter there's some yeah some, some stuff we didn't touch on last episode there's some unfinished business from the last episode and then also some storylines will break over the next three four days here so at some point early mid next week we'll drop another episode but today our friend gavin turnick gavin the intern at the nation network he's a yankees fan he is but that's fine <laughs> he got us set up with a guy who the jays traded for over the summer or over the winter and that's adam Mako. he was a part of the teoscar hernandez deal a guy who, if you look at his MILB.com, he's from Slovakia, played his minor ball, though, in Alberta. It is a hell of a story. And we had a chance to chat with him. So before we do that, we got to give some love to our friends at Montana's. Adam Mako, good Alberta boy. You know he's familiar <laughs> with the menu at Montana's. All you can eat ribs on Wednesday, half price wings on Monday. He knows all about it. We didn't chat about that with him, but we got into a bunch of really, really cool topics with Adam. So here is that interview. Special guest on Blue Jays Nation Radio today. You heard his name earlier in the winter when the Jays made a big splash with the Seattle Mariners. Hey, Oscar Hernandez goes out and a whole package comes back the other way. And one of those pieces was a pitching prospect by the name of Adam Mako. And he's joining us now on the pod live from a hotel room in Florida as he grinds out spring training. But Adam, I want to go back to that moment in the winter when you find out you're going to be a member of the Toronto Blue Jays organization. Kind of where were you and what was your first reaction to that news? Yeah, how's it going? Um, it was very, very bizarre. Um, I woke up to a phone call that I thought was a spam and I just didn't really have the number. So I, I went back to bed and then I get a text from the same number saying, hey, this is uh, Andy McKay and uh, we would like to... I'd like to talk to you ASAP, like pick up your phone basically. So I, uh, got on the phone and I, I kind of knew, um, as soon as he texted me that, um, something was going to happen. He doesn't typically reach out to players like that. So I was, um, I was in my, uh, bedroom answering the call and, and, uh, that's when he broke the news to me. So then obviously new spreads trade gets announced. What was, uh, I'd imagine your phone is blowing up like crazy. Did anyone cool from Toronto, the blue Jays reach out here? Or was it just like hundreds of friends and family wanting to chat with you? It was, it was a lot of friends and family. It was, um, a lot of people from, uh, the blue Jays, whether it was the staff or a couple of the players, um, that I played against in the fall league or, um, my, uh, ex teammate from uh, high school, he texted me immediately. He's like, yeah, is this real? Like, like what's going on? And so we're, we're super excited. Everybody was super excited for me. I was excited to kind of get this, uh, journey on the road and, and the support that I was getting from everybody was really made the, the transition a lot easier. What's been your impression of the blue Jays organization so far? Have you, cause you're in Florida right now, but have you been to the new complex in Dunedin and have you seen all of that new stuff? Yeah, I actually got there or got here to Dunedin a couple weeks after I got traded just for a camp for five, five days and do some physicals, kind of get to know everybody before spring training. So it's not all brand new to me, but um, 
I was a little, little nervous because I wasn't sure. I obviously never been traded before. wasn't sure really what to expect. I really liked the Mariners and the way that they went about their things and, and, um, just made a lot of connections there. But as soon as I got here and, and the first, um, call people introduced themselves to me, the staff, the people, it was, it was, uh, all of that nervousness kind of has shaken off of me. And it was very, very easy to kind of make that, um, next step and start making connections. Um, the blue Jays are really big on making sure you're a good person and you make other, um, teammates your teammates lives easier and just being a pro and everybody has been that everybody's been super super welcoming for me so it's been awesome you mentioned getting um reached out to by teammates you had back in high school but i had kind of an, a, a more random question about players that you faced in the blue jays organization before i was looking back at your game logs from when you were with seattle's single a team and you went up against the vancouver canadians the blue jays team twice who would you say was the hardest player to pitch to who do you think had the best presence at the plate it's hard to pinpoint they had a lot of good a lot of good players um when i was playing against them and they were definitely tough outs um i would say somebody that kind of stands out to me that i also played in the fall league was zach Britton. he's uh he's definitely a force at the plate and seems very, very comfortable um shows he was i think two for three or something like that in the fall league against me and i think i got him a couple of times before that in uh in vancouver but yeah he's definitely a tough out you're obviously grinding your way up the ladder of professional baseball right now, but in a weird way, does getting traded, does it almost give you a bit of extra motivation? Like, oh man, this Jays organization, like they believed in me enough to want me to be a part of like a pretty significant trade. Did that kind of fuel you a little bit throughout the winter? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was, it was a great honor and that's not something that I really expected at all. And it made um, the tough transition uh, from going a place of familiar familiarity to, um, a place of, uh, unknown, uh, definitely made it a little bit easier knowing that, um, the blue Jays do, do have trust in me. And, uh, they, from what I've heard, they've been kind of around, uh, looking at how I've been doing when I was with the Mariners. So they kind of knew, um, some backstory on me and I talked to them during the draft. So, I mean, the two teams I wanted to get drafted by were the Mariners and the Jays. So it's kind of cool that I get to experience uh, both teams. Let's, uh, let's go like inside nerdy pitching analysis side of things. What have you spent the winter working on? What have you been trying to really improve in your game? Just filling up the zone more, uh, is basically the, the main idea for the off season and, and learning how to, how to command my stuff and my, uh, sites adjustments and see how my pitches respond to that. And kind of a, a side benefit that I got from that. I was working in the off season with a track man when I was going off the mound, which is not something I had access to before. And seeing my pitches on track man has also allowed me to tinker a little bit, um, with my change up. And I started throwing, uh, sweeper and a cutter instead of kind of either or. So I've been playing around how to differentiate between those two pitches. And I think it's been going really well. I'm excited for the spring to get going. Who would you say you try to model yourself after as a pitcher? Where, where, like, are there anybody that you watched in particular growing up where you thought this guy has an interesting demeanor or this guy throws pitches that I like? Was there someone that you modeled yourself after specifically? 
Yeah, I mean, it started with when I was when I was a young kid. I just wanted to know who's the best pitcher in uh, all of baseball. And in 2011, it was Justin Verlander. I think that's when he won his uh, triple crown and MVP and and all that. So watching him, he was super effortless. Um, it came out he was throwing a hundred in like the ninth inning, and I thought it was so cool. He started the game off with 93, 94, and then ended the game with a hundred. And uh, that's something that I've always wanted to do. And just being uh, really athletic and smooth. I thought that was somebody that was uh, a really good person to kind of model myself around. So it definitely started with Verlander and then uh, kind of moved on to many other pitchers. Um, the second pitcher I would say was uh, David Price. I thought I had to get a lefty in there to try to emulate this time and um, got a mix of both growing up, but now it's, it's mostly just kind of my own body figuring itself out over time. I, I want to know a little bit more about your early days as kind of a baseball fan as well. You mentioned when you were 11 watching Justin Verlander, but when people load up your MLB.com profile, they'll see you're from Slovakia. That's not exactly a traditional baseball country. So what, when you were younger, kind of allowed you to get into the sport? Like what got you interested in ball? It was actually quite rare, but we had a uh, the only school I think in Can uh, Canada in Slovakia was, um, my school that had extracurricular activities as baseball and baseball was part of them. So, um, day one of grade one, I think, um, there was a little tryout or not even a tryout, but just kind of like a, a camp where like, Oh, do you like this? Do you like hitting balls into a net? And, uh, with those, like a ball pit ball off of a tee and we were just like swinging a bat, not really knowing what we're doing and like playing catch and running everywhere, trying to catch the ball, but, um, had no idea what it was. My parents had no idea what baseball was. Um, but my friend signed up for it. I was like, Oh, I might as well, like we'll have fun and whatever. So I, I just came home and I told them that I signed up for baseball and they're like, all right, well just give it a shot. You know, whatever, whatever makes you happy. So they're very supportive from day one. And when I needed to be pushed a little bit as a younger child, they definitely did. And I'm grateful for that, but it's kind of how it started for the first, uh, first couple of years. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, and then you, what age were you when you moved to Alberta? That was in 2013. So I was 12 years old. Wow. So, I mean, obviously yeah. pretty formative years or when you maybe started to take the sport seriously, is there a moment for you in when you were growing up where you were like, Hey, you know, I might be able to like make a career out of this. Like I might need to pursue baseball as a profession and take it more seriously. Was there like a turning point anywhere? Um, I think the turning point was when I realized that I can actually make it a profession. Um, Growing up, I had really no idea there was a, a major league of baseball and uh, I just kind of played it for fun. But once we got to Ireland, um, I looked up Justin Verlander and I realized like there's this league that is uh, that is going on of the best players in the world. And I since then, I, I've always wanted to be in that league. And that's been my goal since I was 11 years old. So it's uh, it's been quite the journey. But there's a. Uh, Definitely. Once we moved to Canada and I started progressing in Canada and started being in the AAA leagues and uh, reaching Vauxhall is when I kind of realized like, Hey, I actually have a, a decent, decent shot at this and maybe a little naive of me at the time, but I think that was good for me. Yeah. I mean, Slovakia to Alberta to 
major league baseball player. It's not usually a path that, that gets followed all that with, often. With Ireland in the middle too. Yeah. Um, it, it's a unique path. You would have been in Canada, obviously then when the Toronto Blue Jays made their resurgence in terms of popularity across the country with those teams in 2015 and 2016. Were you a Jays fan those years? Were you glued to the couch watching the Batista bat flip and things like that? Yeah, that was actually a um, couple uh that was one of the first times I was watching baseball religiously and watching a team religiously. And it was part of the reason, um, David price got on the blue Jays. So I was all about that. Um, but I definitely remember watching the David, uh, the Jose Bautista bat flip. And, uh, that was one of the most electric moments that I've, I've witnessed on TV and my family were jumping up and down. We're so excited. That was definitely something. I love the angle too, like your family jumping up and down, like you signing up for baseball in grade one and them not knowing anything about it to like flash forward, however that'd be 10, nine years later and your family's into it. It's been kind of neat for you. Like, are your parents like big fans now? Are you a baseball family? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, it's been a learning curve, obviously, since from going to not really knowing any of the any of the rules or any anything about baseball that the game existed to really loving the game. And I think it kind of started through uh, watching movies. We just started watching a lot of baseball movies when we got to Ireland and that kind of helped us learn English and kind of get in in love with the game a little bit. And uh yeah. I mean, my family is all about baseball. Now they watch it way more than I do that. My dad knows all the spills on everybody that he sends me on text. Like, Oh, did you know this is happening? And this guy got traded or like, this is what they said on uh, Twitter or something like that. So they're definitely into it for sure. Of those baseball movies you watched, what would you say is the best one? That's a controversial topic. A, it lot, is. Of people, a lot of people love to argue and there's no, there's no solidified number one baseball movie. Everyone's got a different take on this. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say that I have a favorite one, but some, some that stand out to me are uh, major league. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. Um, uh, rookie of the year with, uh, Jimmy Morris That's a good was one. always one that I had on repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bull Durham, obviously that's a classic. Um, yeah, I would say those, those are definitely the ones I, I had on repeat. My dad loves Moneyball. Like yeah. that's his that's his favorite movie to watch. I'm with him. So yeah, I'm with him. Moneyball's up there for me. Yeah. Major League was good too. Major League, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk yeah. a little bit about what you got going on right now for a guy like yourself who's maybe not in the MLB side of spring training. What's like the spring training process for you? What's the last week looked like, and what are you maybe doing in the next seven days here as well? Yeah, I'm in early camp right now. So we got a couple of players out here early to kind of get their work in before spring training starts. So we have a little bit of time to build up and kind of get the feel for what's going on here. And um, so far, it's just been throwing bullpens and kind of feeling comfortable being outside and throwing outside because when I was back home, it was mostly indoors and long tossing into a net. So actually long tossing for further than 120 feet is, has been interesting for me and I've loved it obviously, but yeah, I mean, just playing catch outside and been throwing bullpens and, and getting the workouts in, um, that's just kind of been the idea so far. I have uh lives live at bats starting soon. So I'm very excited for those, get some reps in with the hitters, see what they're seeing and uh, see what maybe they got to say 
some feedbacks and, and just adjust from there. And mainly, like I said before, the goal has been just to fill up the zone, throw strikes and, and command the strike zone, not only throw strikes, but throw quality strikes. So has the team communicated with you at all about what a potential plan or an outline for a plan is this year? Do you know what level you're starting at or anything like that? Uh, nothing is, nothing is concrete. I think I'm somewhere between high and double A right now. Um, if I had to guess, but, um, I'm going to take it as, as kind of a tryout. If, if I go and, and dominate and, and do really well in spring training, I think I might have a shot at double A. Good stuff. How do you, how do you know when you're going to, when the, when the team's going to have you pitch in a game against other, against big leaguers, how does that work for a, like a non 40 man prospect like yourself? Did they let you know a few days in advance? Hey, look, like we're going to bring you into the lineup to possibly face some big leaguers. Or is it just like a morning of thing you find out? I was, I've always been interested to know about how spring training looks like for, for, for prospects as opposed to 40 man players. Yeah. I mean, Typically, obviously you get announced the people that get invited to big league spring training, the non-roster invitees. And so those guys know from the beginning and they, they practice with the big league team and, and all that stuff. Um, I haven't really been, um, part of the blue Jays for a very long time. So I'm not quite sure how they do it. I think in the past, uh, with the Mariners, the guys have been just kind of told a couple of days in advance or sometimes a day of, Hey, you're a just in case guy in a big league game in case somebody gets like a high pitch count, you're in there. And, uh, I always love cheering my teammates on for that. It was, it must've been a surreal moment for them to just find themselves within a one or two day span on a baseball field that surrounded by big leaguers. So it's, it's definitely a awesome experience. I bet. And I hopefully get to experience it this year. I was going to say, so with Seattle, you never got a chance in spring training to like go up against a big leaguer. No, has there yet. been anyone? I mean, been... I faced, go ahead. I faced, uh, Julio, uh, Rodriguez a couple of times, but that's when he was still a minor leaguer. He was in, uh, he wasn't a big leaguer or anything at that point, but still nasty, still, still the same old Julio. Um, there were, there were a couple guys that are, that are really good. That I think have MLB caliber that I faced, but nobody that's been labeled as a big leaguer that came down and then that I faced. Good. You good, Coomsey? I'm good. This was awesome. And I mean, yeah. for a couple of guys, like we record this show, we do a Jays pod from Edmonton. So we're doing this thing <laughs> in Alberta. So it's uh, it was great to chat with a fellow Alberta boy, I guess we could say. And I know you obviously have uh, a yeah. ton of Canadian Blue Jays fans behind you as well because of your unique story. And hopefully you get some of those big moments like pitching to a big leaguer this spring or something like that. Uh, good luck the rest of the way, man. And we'll catch up soon. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me. It's been awesome. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. There you go. Jay's prospect, Adam Mako. I love when he was like, because again, growing up in Alberta, the two teams you would really have any sort of feeling towards normally would be the Mariners and the Jays. Exactly. And now he's got the chance to be in both organizations. That was a cool chat. That's an easy guy to root for. Yeah, he's 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 really chill. He's such an interesting story. I, I still, as many times as I could hear him explain it to me, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to wrap my head around the idea of somebody in Slovakia playing baseball. It's It's just hard to imagine that. It, it, it's it's just bizarre. Like you think people there play probably play either soccer or hockey, right? Yeah. Pretty much. It's just such a random thing to do, but it's so interesting seeing guys come from a different place. And even then from our perspective as guys from Alberta in Canada, so many of our baseball players, it's BC, Ontario, maybe a Quebec thrown in there, but even just somebody from Alberta getting, getting drafted, like there really aren't that many guys. So it's a super cool story for <laughs> the Alberta based um, Blue Jays fans to yeah. see. Sport in Slovakia is influenced by its climate and geography. Popular summer sports include soccer, tennis, volleyball, swimming, cycling, and hiking. Popular winter sports include skiing and snowboarding. The most watched sports in Slovakia are soccer, ice hockey, and tennis. Nothing really in there about baseball, but it's great. And it also goes to show that, like he said, it was a class in grade one, an extracurricular class in grade one that got him interested in baseball. And it goes to show how like how important grassroots programs are and things like that. Like when you hear Major League Baseball is doing like certain things around the globe, like those actually can have an effect. And I know this is just one player, but like grassroots programs work. And anyways, it was a really cool chat with Adam and a left handed potential reliever for this team coming up through the system who's got a good story as well. I'm excited to see what this year brings, starting maybe in double A, like he said. Maybe this is a guy who we see make some appearances at AAA this season. I hope we see him get into a game this year in big league spring training. I hope we get to see him get as he a, talked about how cool that yeah. moment would be. Yeah, because he when when we asked him about it, he seemed genuinely excited for his Seattle former teammates that got that opportunity. Mm-hmm. It'd be really cool to see him get to be one of those, you know, I am going to come in in the seventh inning and go up against like a real big leaguer on the Yankees or the yeah. Pirates or whoever. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm rooting for that to happen this spring. Yeah, that'd be really, really neat. Uh, anyways, that's a wrap on this week's edition of the show. A quick little pod, but a big shout out to Adam Macko for hopping on it for a little bit with us. Wishing him all the best as he goes through spring training next week. It is back to just Yeremchuk, Coombsy, and a whole lot of nonsense. We'll talk about all the big storylines around Major League Baseball. Maybe in one of these episodes as well, we'll get into some of the bets coming up at PointsBet as you can get ready for the Major League Baseball season with our friends at PointsBet.ca live right now in Ontario. Nothing crazy up right now for baseball futures, but you know they'll be dropping in some uh, some win totals, some division leaders, and things like that. Maybe even some season leaders as well. Maybe you think Vladdy can hit the most, most dingers in the league. We'll break that down on a future pod as well. Shout out to PointsBet and our friends at Montana's, montanas.ca. Coomzy, we'll chat again next week. Best wishes. 
Thanks for tuning in to Blue Jays Nation Radio. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to never miss an episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.